welcome to the Man Cave, the only podcast hosted by two best friends with nothing in common except their names. I'm Mandy Fabian. And I'm Mandy Kaplan. And every week we test the limits of our friendship by arguing over movies, books, and the latest trends, and of course, Mandy's dumb ideas. Grab a couch. Let's get to it. I like how you said every week. Well, I wonder as- if our bandies feel that way. <laughs> I I think I was thinking, well, it's not only on the podcast that we test our limits. Oh, right? God, no. You show up 12 minutes late to a lunch and I'm apoplectic with rage. <laughs> yeah, I hate you on a daily basis, but then we get yeah. through it. No, that's not true. No, it's like things about you. I actually think I do very often think about things that ir- will irritate you. You're not the only one who has said that to me. Michael in my <laughs> book club is like, whenever we're reading a bad book, I like to picture Mandy's irritated face as she's reading it. And I guess I do get irritated by a lot of things quite well, easily. You do. what? Like there's words. D- don't you dislike the word nipple or moist? I love oh, did those I, words. I don't know. Am I right? I know. I have okay. no problem with those words. And I'm not going to tell you okay. the words I have real problems with because then I know you'll, but you say one of them <laughs> often. So I don't think, maybe I haven't I made it clear. You do. Well, I don't think that you, is it fabulous? No, I love the word fabulous. Okay, no, that's all right. great. Well, don't tell me, don't tell me because then, like you know, I edit myself. It's not good for the. It's not good for our flow. You should just let me annoy <laughs> oh, can you. Can we freely. leave our flow out of it, please? <laughs> okay. How was your well, week? Well, tell me everything. Oh, my week. My week was great. Um, I have two budding musical theater stars in my house, and. Uh, yeah, they're they right before the the shutdown, they were doing Fiddler on the Roof, as you know. I do. Which was one of the, you know, very favorite musicals to sleep through. And uh they <laughs> it shut down. It they spared me. I was like, Woof, no fiddler here. Yeah. But then uh guess what? They're coming back, they're doing it live. So How it's was actually it? a great no, program. They, it's happening this they're, coming week, right? Yeah. It's happening. Yeah. Oh, well, honey, no. There's a dress rehearsal this Wednesday, and then there's a, another rehearsal and then two shows next Wednesday. So it's a lot of Fiddler, you know? Wish I would have each man. I'm so I sorry. I would have someone to go and see those shows instead of me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hate Fiddler. We agree on that. We do agree on that. Yeah. yeah. How was your week? I had a Fiddler-free show on Sunday. We did miscast. Yeah. Our 31st show in Los Angeles. And it Amazing. was. It is oh my God, always, you started when you were four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is always such an interesting day. I spend the whole day putting out fires with, you know, people in the audience having issues with where they're sitting or uh, tech problems or actors showing up late or, you know, I have all these fires groupies. all day. <laughs> the, the groupies, the paparazzi. And then I hear that first chord and it's like euphoria for 48 minutes on stage. Yep. And it was it just went over like gangbusters. We of course it it did. It's such a fun show. And the audience loved it. We opened with Be Our Guest from Beauty (laughs) and the Beast. And uh, it's hilarious because I told the miscast. Okay, so I, I do all the choreography myself, as you know. And I said, I everybody, we're going to make what's, what I call a Busby Berkeley circle. 
and we're going to circle around in a circle. And when you face the audience, your hands are low. I'm doing shaky jazz hands for Mandy. And when you face upstage, Mm -hmm. your hands are high. And we're going to spin around like that. The audience went nuts as if we were doing like a Cirque du Soleil (laughs) stunt. Because it's, it's, and I'm like, they're, they're clapping and whistling and screaming because we're moving in a circle. That's all we did. And then we made a kick line and they went nuts again. And I love that these simple. Kick line's very impressive. Well, but it isn't. These simple stage pictures make them go nuts. And and we all came off stage like, we are amazing. Like it's, it was a lot of fun. (laughs) Of course it was. Of course it was. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I was like, I was feeling a little nervous because like, you know, my kids had the rehearsal and I and I it was overlapping time wise and I couldn't come. And I was like, God, I really I really want to be there. I know Mandy's like nervous about it. And then I'm not I'm not even kidding. you. I was like, hold on. She's always nervous and it always goes amazingly well. <laughs> and so I it's OK if I miss this one because she it always rocks and it's always packed and people are loud and enjoying it. And it was great. That's awesome. But it's part it. of it it's part of my me... process and part of my charm, I believe, sure. that if I yeah. didn't care and didn't get nervous and I walked around, you know, just like whatever, yeah. it, then it it wouldn't yeah. bring as much joy. It, it's it's so joyful because it's so stressful. I feel that way about my marriage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the same. No, Let's kidding, get Patrick, it. who doesn't listen to this anyway. Let's get um, into it. Yep. <laughs> my handsome husband. Well, I listens. think I will. We. We should do, I know your handsome, well, your your handsome husband doesn't have as much to do though. Like he's pretty much, if he's not listening to this podcast, he's napping, right? Isn't he yeah. sort of chill? Yep. Yeah. Two modes. Um, Patrick never stops moving. And if he is listening to something, it's probably like rush or yes. So that tells you my life. Uh, but I think it would be funny if we like, if we analyze, <laughs> if we go deep into my marital um issues and and things and then just to see if he ever does listen i could go into like private things about his life it could be really yes. fun oh i Maybe love it I, <laughs> we'll do a testing off. your marriage is such a smart thing to do testing people because <laughs> you're never disappointed with the result hang on i need to text him am i pretty are your co-stars pretty stuff like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> am i prettier than her okay anyway well yes, so that's we, great we're both having theatrical weeks but I want to talk about a movie. Oh, God. Yep. Yeah, vacation. Holiday road. Ah, yeah, yeah. It was um, with Ed Helms and Christina Applegate. And I got to tell you, I adored it. <gasps> oh, my God. I was not expecting to love it at all. I just won our friendship. I won you our did. podcast. I won I, life. And we do not normally, which is funny because we do comedy together, but like you enjoy a broader comedy than I do sometimes, you know, and I was I was definitely skeptical, even though I love Ed Helms and I love Christina Applegate. I'm like, been there, seen it. Like, I just was so not not ready to love it. And I loved it. I've told three people the vacation is maybe one. I loved it more than the original. I think it's maybe one of the funniest goddamn movies it's so intelligent and yet it also has that sick soup broad i wrote down so many goddamn like i had to stop at one point because i was like i am stopping every 10 seconds to like talk about another part of the movie that i think is so helpless laughter funny sitting alone on my couch in my 
living room laughing helplessly. And suddenly I couldn't believe it. I, I really could not believe that I was, I don't laugh at things sitting alone. Oh my And gosh. I then rewound them to watch them again. Oh, so good. Yeah. So good. And I've yeah. seen it probably five times and I still laugh that way. And Jer and I watched oh. it together and he laughs that way. And you have to pause so that you can stop laughing <laughs> so you don't miss the next joke. It is so funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this it's, is incredible. I still think that's a little sick. I would never rewatch it. I'm done. We don't rewatch things. There's a thousand things to watch. But so we do disagree on that. But yeah. No, if someone, if I, when my kids get a little older, I will gladly watch this movie yes, with them. A lot I think older, it is please. so funny. And Ed Helms is so dang funny yep. in this. Like, it's the best of him. So I've seen him do things where I'm like, oh, they misused Ed Helms. But my God, I mean, everything. So the kids, go though, in? the kids are the best part. They're the, oh, the two teenagers. They're, they're, the kids are they're off the charts. Exquisitely cast. They're yeah. so that little kid yeah. and the whole dynamic with the little brother bullying the older brother and the older brother. So, you know, that's what I love. Like, I don't know if it was just because he was a good actor because it was pretty broad. His character was pretty broad, but I bought it like mm -hmm. I really got that he was this sensitive, sweet kid who had like a stack of seven journals and a guitar. And on paper, that's really broad. But his they... one of them is his whimsy log, I know. his whimsy log. <laughs> But it's just uh, the somehow the director, the writing and the director really, they didn't overplay it. Like mm -hmm. everything played so grounded and so real that, that and it was so funny that they weren't like trying to put a hat on a hat. Right. They were just like playing this ridiculous, outrageous stuff as if it was real. And Christina Applegate is a marvel at that. Right. She is so good at just totally grounding the craziest, broadest scenarios. I I can't say enough. I will say like one of my favorite, favorite, favorite things about this movie. And it happened. And I didn't, when I marked it down, I had no idea it was going to be a runner throughout the film. But it's around 2340. And, and uh, Pete, you could play the clip. Let's just see how far it is. You are 9.2 miles from your destination. All right. Check the best route. In six kilometers, begin oh. the race up. Change the language. That's not it. What's <laughs> that? Uh, I don't know. I, Korean? Okay. Oh, Please turn it off. Rest. The menu's all in Korean now. I don't know what to press. Why is it so much angrier than the other voices? Why don't we just... Honey, it doesn't, it doesn't like when you touch it, okay? Just leave it alone. Let it calm down. Goddamn, like, oh, it's in a different language now. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's in Korean. <laughs> in the Tartan Prancer. We have to explain it was, uh, oh, no. they, they rent Ed Helms. Okay. So Ed Helms introduces the idea of a family vacation to, in the kitchen yeah. to the family. And he's like, we're going to go to Wally World like I did when I was a kid. And they're, they're like, we're not going to remake your family vacation from your childhood. <laughs> and Ed Helms looks at the camera and says, it's not a remake. It's a totally new adventure. Like, it's so <laughs> wink, wink to us. And I love it. And then they rent this vehicle called the Tartan Prancer, which is the funniest <laughs> visual gag through the movie. 
And <laughs> they try the GPS at this. So I'm just trying to give everybody it's context. A, yeah, I'm sorry. No, yes, that's okay. It's a stupid foreign car with like two different gas tanks and six rear view mirrors. And the front looks just like these... the back. <laughs> yes. And the key fob the has key like fob. 20 different buttons on it. Including. That you never know what. <laughs> a top hat, a swastika, <laughs> and a muffin. <laughs> I mean, like, what is the muffin so do? But, oh my god, what did the muffin do? I forget. Didn't it make the car explode? Yes. Drive off and then explode? Yeah. And they're like, oh, why Jesus. would you need that button? It's what. Yeah. It. And like I said, so broad, but it was done so perfectly well. And Ed Helms is so like proud of it. He plays the dorky dad bit like nobody else. I mean, he just is masterful at it. But that Korean thing took me totally by surprise. And then the fact that the Korean guy was, the Korean GPS is is yelling at them throughout the movie. It just cracked me up so much. And And just doing title cards for no reason. Just like announcing where they are next was the angry (laughs) uh, Korean voice. Yeah. I should say this movie was written and directed by John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. God. John Francis Daly, he's from um, Freaks and Geeks, right? Oh. I think I'm right about uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The kid from Freaks and Geeks. So they have a very uh, pedigreed comedic voice. Well, and uh, it was perfect. It's so... Oh, they also did Game Night, which is another one I love. Oh, did they write and direct that too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Game Night is also perfection. And it has Jason Bateman in it. You know, so that's the only thing about this movie that lacks no Bateman. Yeah, I wish Jason Bateman there. Were, I wish there'd been more Jason Bateman. That's true. Oh, so, my God. Yeah. But can we talk about to start at the top of the movie, the opening credits? How so good. funny are those opening credits? It's a They're montage hilarious. of the and I know they make greeting cards like this, too, like uh, family vacation pictures gone wrong from real families yeah. out there. And they yeah. are so funny. And so right yeah. from the moment the movie starts, you're laughing out loud. What a tone to set. Oh, God, oh. yeah. No, and I was, as you know, I, I'm i not like, you have to win me over. You got to get me. We have to win me over before I'm going to start laughing at like dick jokes and fart jokes and like booby, whatever. Like, I don't just laugh at that stuff. You have to win me over and then I'm yours forever. Mm -hmm. And it totally did. Like, those photos because I was like, oh my god, are these real people? And it was like watching America's Funniest Home Videos except in vacation pictures. Just a genius stroke to get you. I almost said to get you off. That sounded... Like, but a I mean, stroke to start you to off. Get you off. A stroke to start you off. That also sounds dirty, but you know what I mean. Like it was. Yeah. Just, it was a great beginning to a long finish. Wait, ah, what's happening? <laughs> no, you know what I mean. It was great. Yeah. We should also tell the people that we are recording this in the morning, and we are. Oh yeah. This well, inappropriate. This. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, Patrick's so, out of town. <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy that you feel this way because I, I didn't oh. want to have to defend this movie because I it it really tickles me so much. But I the thing I yeah. have referred to many times is the chug run, which okay. is the the hilarious. Do anything. Yeah. Okay. So leading up to the chug run is one of the funniest runs of jokes in movie history at 2538 Pete play these 
sorority girls, please. What is it? Uh, it is the tri-pie chug run. You have to chug a big pitcher of beer, and then you have to get through the course as fast as you can. And you did this? Because you hardly drink. No, yeah, but honey, it's for charity, see? Hi, would you like to donate to Asperger's? Oh, no, we're just stopping by. I, I was a tri-pie a long time ago, so. In fact, the chug run was my idea. It was? Yeah. Wait, are you Debbie Fletcher? Yeah. Oh my shit. Oh my shit! I can't believe it's you! Guys! Come here, bring over the book! It's Debbie fucking Fletcher! How do you know who I am? Oh my god, are you kidding me? You're like a legend at Tripi. You're Debbie Do Anything! Uh, Debbie Do Anything? Go play. Yeah, look! See? Huh? Oh god. Is it true that you climbed the clock tower naked? Oh. Of course not. Did you really show your tits to anyone who asked? I mean, we should go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on. I heard that you stuck a finger in the Dean's dick. Did you really burn down the Taco Bell? I heard that you fucked Anthony Hopkins. I heard that if people bop you on your head, gold coins come out of your butt. Okay, what? ladies. Uh, <laughs> I think I know my wife pretty well, and she wouldn't have done any of those things. But you know what? It, 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 what's important is not whether I did them or I didn't do them. What's important is that you guys are idolizing very bad behavior here. Uh, ew. You don't sound like Debbie do anything. I had a feeling she was all hype, but she didn't even come up with the chug run. No, hey, wait a minute. Excuse me. I did come up with the chug run, all right? And I ran it. Sure you did. No, I did. In 16 seconds. Okay. Okay? Fine. Prove it. She can't do it now. She's old. Excuse me, girl? I didn't mean it like that. I just mean you're old. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Never heard that laugh right. before. Right. I don't like it. Hold my back. Uh-uh. The one who says, I heard that if someone bops you on the head, a gold coin's come out of your butt. Like, <laughs> I, Jared and I had to stop and say that over and over and over. And she's so funny. And we looked her up. And uh, like, I am, I might be wrong. She doesn't have a lot of credits and she's so funny. It was just, yeah, that whole, I wrote it down too. Like that whole, I couldn't, from the time the Korean GPS to the Debbie do anything to the freaking, and then right after that is my, yeah. Anyway, yeah. The Debbie yeah. do anything with the obstacle course. That could have been so stupid, Mandy. Like, like it's so obvious what's going to happen, right? right. She's going to get on there that she's going to bumble around the obstacle course, right? But the fact that she just starts vom vomiting. Like <laughs> by the way, vomit just in and of itself isn't funny, right? If I read in a script like, oh, she throws up, I wouldn't have been like, that's hilarious. Right. It was the way they did it. I encourage anyone who hasn't seen this to go. It's like 28 minutes into the movie. You have to watch her do this obstacle course. It is the funniest, most unexpected comedy laugh out loud, side-splitting yes. hilarious. You didn't yes. exaggerate. And it's her she... facial expressions throughout because we know it's a stunt woman doing the the actual, you know, parkour stuff. Yeah. But yeah. watching her face as she's <laughs> drunk and trying not to puke and on this obstacle course, she is so, she's magic. And like, it is Lucille Ball- physical oh. comedy gold from yes. Christina Applegate. Mm -hmm. And I have always really liked her, but this movie, it became love. She's <laughs> amazing. So funny. 
<laughs> and when that teddy bear punches her, like you see it coming. Mm-hmm. This is the weird, this is the thing I could, I was laughing so helplessly and you see those teddy bears and like, I knew she was going to get hit by one, but the way it hits her, uh-huh. knocks her off the whole yeah. thing. I mean, yeah, so good. And then yeah. right after that in the car, she's drunk and hurting <laughs> and her kid, her very sweet, whimsy log writing child offers her a bottle of water and she punches it and like hits him. And it's so funny. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I remember one time I was watching a movie and I had a very visceral, like I was filled with white hot rage that it hadn't been me. Like someone created a comic moment on screen and I I couldn't believe the total grief of the ages that I felt that I didn't get to be a part of it. And it's when Paul Rudd and Will Ferrell and Steve Carell and who else was it that sang um, Afternoon Delight Dave, acapella? David Keckner. David Keckner, right. And they sang Afternoon Delight acapella in Ron Anchorman. Burgundy. Yeah. Yeah. And I was so like, that's my most favorite comic moment I've ever seen. It happened. I didn't write it. I didn't get to be a part of it. I'm angry. Okay. Well, I'm not angry at this one, but this is maybe my second most favorite. I can't wait. Moment. It's either 3029 or 2951. I'm so sorry, Pete, but it is when Seal (laughs) comes on the radio. And he starts singing and tries to get the band to sing along. How about some tunes? Oh my God, I can't believe it. I love this song. Guys, it's Seal. (laughs) Everybody sing it with me. There used to be a great tower alone on the sea. Come on, guys. You became the light on the dark side of me. Deb, love remains a drug that's high, not the guys. No. Did you know, Kevin, when it snows, James, my eyes became Is this a man or a woman singing? It's a man. And the coolest man ever. He overcame lupus. Baby, I compare you to a kiss from a rose on the gray. I can't believe no one in this family wants to sing. Jared feels, yeah. Batman forever? That show Life hates the gloom on the... Uh, yeah. No, Debbie? Get, oh, oh, it's, yeah. oh, my God. And it builds. Like, mm-hmm. you just think he's going to sing along, which is funny enough. And then he starts timing those little interjections of like, nobody? Like, I mean, oh, it I is... Know. I can't do it better than him. It was so great. So great. They are in the car and the older child... Okay, I. I don't know which one's Kevin and which one is James, but I was like, Kevin James. That's how I can remember their names. Um, <laughs> Kevin's the little one because he's an asshole. Okay. So James is looking out the window as they're driving and he sees a 14-year-old <laughs> stunning girl. Now, I, you and I have a history on the podcast of being wildly inappropriate about young men, like 19-year-old yeah. boys that we should not oh, be I attracted think to. But we are. Yeah. I was trying to be mm-hmm. nice because I want to okay. bang this girl, Adina. <laughs> she is so beautiful. And what what would you say? She's 15, maybe? I mean, she's uh, a child. Yeah, definitely. She's no, it's, it's so inappropriate pretty. on many levels. But yeah, she's so pretty. Yeah, definitely. 
No, and I would sit- kidnap her if I could. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> See, and I, I love you because I'm like, I shouldn't say I want to bang a 15-year-old girl. And then you, you... <laughs> You one up it with an Elizabeth well, Smart. Okay, so let, let's be clear. You shouldn't say you want to bang a fifteen-year-old girl. Let's not just because I upped it doesn't mean that you shouldn't have said that. Okay, but let's go ahead. Okay, so James is staring out the window. They make eye contact. They're flirting through their parents' cars, <laughs> and the, it gets immediately interrupted when Kevin, his little brother, shoves a plastic bag over his face and tries to murder him in the back seat. <laughs> That it was so <laughs> funny and unexpected and totally oh gosh totally dark totally dark, dark unexpected dark and, and they take it so far because it really feels like he can't breathe mm-hmm. you're really like holy shit he's really gonna like they're gonna have to go to an emergency room he is really suffocating his brother and then he finally gets the thing ripped open and i love that the older brother's response is always so gentle Mm -hmm. He doesn't punch him or scream or tell on him. He's like, why are you doing that? Like his whole thing is like, why do you treat me like this? (laughs) So loving and sweet. And it just makes it funnier. His name is Skylar Gisondo, this actor. And I've seen him in other things. He's remarkable. He's a really good actor. God, I want to cast him in everything. I would write something for him. I love him so much. Who's the little kid, by the way? Do you have the do you have the cast list up there? That little uh, kid, I'm like, you, I have never seen a little kid be so abrasive and shitty and curse and, and so believable. Like there was no part of him that was sort of like, I'm a kid actor being cute. And I know I'm saying he was, he like meant it. He was just so good. His name is Steel Stebbins. What of a name. Of course it is. Wait, are you and telling he's working. me it was Steel and Skyler? Yes. Oh I am telling God. you that. And he works that all the time. Mad. He was a regular on Crazy yeah. Ex-Girlfriend. Um, yeah, he's he's okay. working a ton. This just Good goes for to him. show you. Patrick Fabian, who does not listen to this podcast, um, he is wrong because I wanted to name our girls with stripper names and he wouldn't let me. <laughs> and look, these two kids are having thriving careers as Skylar right. and Steele. Unbelievable. Um, and then I, you made jokes the last time that we were... The, on our last podcast, you made these jokes about rim job and, mm-hmm. and Debbie do anything and all that. And I didn't obviously know what you're what you're talking about. Right. Um, and then I I I was helplessly laughing in the moment that you are were referencing. It is at thirty nine thirty eight. Eh, Pete, please, please. <laughs> It is okay. Wait, I think I have to set it up a little bit. Ed Helms has offered to give his son the sex talk because right before that, there's this hilarious moment. Right, there's a hilarious moment where he um, comes in and pretends to be his son's wingman and starts, but he sounds instead like a pedophile. That's <laughs> yes. not the moment I was going to have it play, but it is so goddamn funny. Wait, can we pause, what please? I'm so sorry. Yeah, let's pause. So the word pedophile. Uh, one of the kids goes, "What's a pedophile?" <laughs> Ed Helms goes, well, son, when two, when a man and a boy love each other very much. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Christina Applegate's like, no, no. <laughs> 
Okay. So back to the sex talk. So he awkwardly is trying to say how great and handsome his son is and how his son should take his shirt off. And he's trying to be a wingman in front of the teenage girl. And he ends up sounding like a pedophile. And the girl runs off because there's a creepy man by the hot tub talking about how hot is how hot this boy is. Yeah. And then he offers to have the sex talk with his son. It's at 3938. Please play the clip. Dang it. Oh, Dad, why would you do that? I saw you talking to her. Figured you could use a wingman. I didn't need a wingman. Wow. <laughs> Looks like you did. She left. That's because you were approaching. You know, James, when I was your age, Grandpa Clark sat me down and we had a little chat. Seeing you with that girl made me realize that we haven't had that chat yet. We don't need that chat. Yeah? Well, nope. come on. I know it's embarrassing, but it'd be a lot more embarrassing if you found yourself tummy to tummy with a lady friend and you didn't know what goes where. I know what goes where. You do? Uh-huh. You sure? Yep. All right. All right. Well, I just want you to know I'm here to answer any questions you might have about that stuff, no matter how uncomfortable it seems. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. all right. Here all it right. comes. Okay. <laughs> uh, there were some kids at school who were talking about rim jobs. Mm. So what's that? What's a rim job? Rim jobs. Yeah. Mm. Is that R-I-M? Mm-hmm. Rim job, country of origin. I don't know. Um, America. Can I hear it in a sentence? What's a rim job, Dad? Oh. Well, rim job. I would guess a rim job is when you kiss someone with your mouth closed. Right? So you're only using the rim of your mouth. That's it? Sure. I felt like it was something way dirtier. I mean, what else could it be? Any other questions? I guess not. Good talk, James. Hope you're not too old to let your dad give you a good night rim job. Okay. Okay. Can I just say that when it becomes clear that he says, what's a rim job? And Ed Helm says, no idea what a a rim job is. (laughs) Right. And he's like, use it in a sentence. Uh, Country of origin. Like, I know now I'm just repeating that. It is so goddamn funny. I can't even. I was dying. And to say to your son, are you too old for your dad to give you a rim job? (laughs) (laughs) That's how the scene ends. Just stick a fork in me. How do you even? That is the one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It was, and this movie was filled with stuff like that, where you're like, "Oh my god, it doesn't get better than that." And also as a nod to the previous vacation, because mm-hmm. I thought when the teenage girl comes up in the car and he gets the plastic bag, I right, thought right. that was the sort of the take on the old. That was the way Christy Brinkley moment. But then, right. yeah, yeah. But then they create the Christy Brinkley moment. Oh, everybody's asleep in the car. And there he is. And this hot chick in a convertible comes yep. up by, beside yep. him and is like winking at him. And then a truck flattens her. Yep. Like she goes to, she's, it's like, I, I didn't see that coming at all. And it's I thought hilarious. it was hilarious. Yes. Oh, I want to praise so the unexpected. I want to praise the writing because as everyone on the podcast has learned, I don't mind swearing. But when it's excessive and when movies have so much swearing, I do get very uncomfortable and I find it really cheap and easy and un- unnecessary to use a lot of profanity. I'm, How have I'm we like, been friends for I this know. long? I'm like a nun. But this movie uses it 
perfectly. And there's a moment, I can't even remember what leads up to it, but the little kid says to the big brother, I would have shot you right off that fucking horse. (laughs) And to hear this like 11-year-old or 12-year-old say that is where profanity is necessary. Him saying, I would have shot you off that horse, not as funny as I would have shot you right off that fucking horse. Like it is so, they sprinkle it in and the the blue humor, I think is so like when they their car gets spray painted with a giant penis and they're yeah. like trying to rub the penis off. And he's like, you work the balls, I'll work the shaft. And then he's like, use your spit. So they're like spitting in their hands. And I mean, it is so perfectly edgy and hilarious without being yeah. like eye rolling, like we get it, move on. This isn't funny. It never reaches that level, not once. No, they're such clowns. Like they're so likable. Yep. Right? Like their their characters are just so, so likable. And and it, yeah, and it didn't have, I wasn't super invested in it, like in, in terms of like, I, when they, you know, he finds she has that book about marriage. I wasn't, there wasn't like a right. dramatic moment or anything, but who right. cares? Like you got that they, you know, she was sort of bored. Uh, yeah. She was sort of handling being married to this guy, but, yes. but you also got that she really loved him. So it was like this fun. I, yes. I, oh, I just loved it. Was that Beverly D'Angelo, though? Yeah. I know. Jer was like, you can't even recognize her. So much work. I couldn't even recognize her. It was terrible. Why would you do that to yourself? Oh, no. I know. Other cameos that need mentioning, specifically Chris Helmsworth, is so funny in this movie. Oh. Is he the guy who plays Thor? Or what does he do? Yeah. That's Thor. And he's, uh, he plays a, like, right wing cocky cowboy good old boy that they go to visit he has married audrey who is played by leslie mann the uh yeah. russ's uh sister and this character is so funny and i just love this character for some reason talks about faucets like every analogy is like that's like a hot faucet running cold water well aren't you better than a dripping faucet and Everything is about faucets. It's so bizarre. And it's the kind of thing where I felt the writers being like, that's hilarious. Will anyone else think this is funny? And yes, the answer, Jonathan and John, is yes, we all think it's funny. Chris Hemsworth is really funny in this movie. He is. Yeah. Yeah. And he was really funny in the Ghostbusters remake, which people didn't like, but I did. But um, yeah. Oh, he was very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Are we ready to give it? man's jobs. Yeah, I feel like we could talk about how wonderful it is. Oh, wait, I have one. Wait, I have one more thing to say. Please. This is my only criticism of the movie. <gasps> Are you ready? Yeah. And it didn't occur to me. It didn't occur to me until they were on the road. And I all of a sudden was like, hold on a second. He's a pilot. Mm-hmm. Why are they driving <laughs> right. across the country? Because he wants to that recreate only- his family vacation. He states it very clearly, you know? Yeah. But but nobody says, why don't we just fly? Like, it didn't occur to me. And I was like, wait a minute. He's a he can get right. free airline tickets. Why would he? It doesn't you know. seem like Econo Air offers that benefit. <laughs> right. He says he doesn't okay. fly for the big guys. I will talk you out of that criticism. 
Uh, it wasn't a really a criticism because right. I loved it so much. And that's like saying, you know, well, did the kid have to die in Manchester by the sea? Yeah, that's the whole movie. That's the whole point. Right. But like, <laughs> you know, like he has to take the cross country trip, even though he's a pilot. But the I was only bit, like, movie I would choice. think is funnier than Vacation, Manchester by the Sea. If oh, you my God. I love it. At the end, when Hilarious. he's like still broken that his kid oh, died. It's yep. great. Yeah. Yep. We you guys should watch it. We should watch it just for funsies over the next uh, drinking game. Um, okay, yeah, now I'm ready. I'm ready. Five. Look, it's, I mean, it's five, of course, it's five yeah. squeezing, Ugh. vigorous man jobs. It's the best. I, I, I think I, I, to, I not only told a friend of mine to watch it, I texted Patrick and I was like, I, I feel ashamed that I watched this with you. You have to watch this movie. It's so, so funny. So you're going to watch I, it again. I, I would even maybe watch it again. I probably Yes. Would. You have to because you pick up on things. It's so funny. Ugh. Yeah, it okay. was great. It was really great. Oh, I feel so vindicated. So okay. we're going to hear uh, our message about memberships. Yep. And I'm going to tell everybody to go to tpublic.com, search for Mand Cave, and you can f- get all the great swag. And I'm so embarrassed that last week I put a K on the name public and Pete had to interject his voice into the recording to be like, ah, uh, that's not how you spell tpublic. So I'm mortified. <laughs> <laughs> go to tpublic.com, search for Mand Cave, or go to True Story FM, uh, FM, and you can get all our swag. It's great stuff. Here's well, a. And I'm, to be fair, you you shop at Banana Republic. So it, right. it makes sense that you would have made that. Mistake. I'm into knockoffs. Okay. Yeah. Game right after this. Mand, I have a quiz for you. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do the Elks, Costco, and the T-Birds have in common? I know. They're all spelled with letters. <laughs> yes. Yeah. A Good lot job. Yeah, but what yeah. I was looking for was membership. Oh. And now you, Mandy Fabian, and all of our listeners, a.k.a. Fandies, can become Mand Cave members. <laughs> you said members. <laughs> okay. Just head over to truestory.fm slash mandcave. The most it's going to cost you is $5 a month. As members... <laughs> you said it again. <laughs> really? You'll get early access to shows in your very own personal podcast feed, member bonus episodes, and a birthday message from your favorite Mandy. Ooh, I'm going to have to clear my calendar. I think you'll be fine. Here we are. We're back. It's time for my game. Let's get it. I'm excited. Have have you seen The Family Feud ever in your life? Yeah. Okay. Oh my God, I loved it. Richard Dawson, is that his name? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, I used to watch it religiously. I loved it. Good. This is my version. I was trying to give it a manned name, like the Mandley Feud or the the Family Mude. I don't know. It's not working. But I have three questions and you will answer them all. Okay. And you... Yes, uh, no, and maybe. (laughs) You have to um, get all of them without getting three strikes, just like the game. (gasps) Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. I was too busy to download the sound effects of the and the ding, ding, ding. So I apologize. I'm not going to do them because I think it'll get old. But I was going to download those and try to work them. Anyway, okay. too, too much going on in my world. Well, you could just shoot me the finger when I get it wrong and then give me a thumbs up when I'm right. Okay. Sounds good. Great. 
visual things work so well on a podcast. You're so bright. Yeah. Just picture it, guys. (laughs) Yeah. Here we go. Your first topic. Top eight answers on the board. Here's the question. Okay. Can you name the top family vacation destinations? Oh, yeah. Okay. Disney And these are all American. Of course they are. They are. In you the United family. States of America. Yes. Yeah. Nobody does family like the U.S. of fam A, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That was terrible. But yeah. Okay. So Disney World, the Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Yeah. That's Mount number Rushmore. one. Eh. Fuck you. Come on. Top I don't make these Mount, decisions. I, I didn't make this up. I looked oh this up. Oh, my God. All and right, it's fine. on Google. <laughs> it's true. So Disney World, you got number one. Right off the bat, you got number one. You should feel good. It's fine. Okay. Uh, 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 I'm just competitive. That's all. Grand Canyon. Yes, number four. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Universal Studios. (laughs) What? That's two strikes. Oh, my God. Wait, how many strikes do I get? Three. Oh, God. Look, I've only had a family for like a minute. How am I supposed to? Okay. All right. Uh, okay. No problem. Uh, <laughs> New York City? Like the Statue of Liberty? <laughs> what the fuck? Where else Num- do people go? Okay. Uh, what else is on the list? So then when they, when Niagara I reveal Falls. it. That's not on here either. Jesus when, Christ. When I reveal it, the, you know, the audience right. repeats after it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, number yeah. one was Disney World. You got that. Number two, Aunt Yellowstone. Aunt Vera's truck stop. Oh, Yellowstone. Yeah, Aunt Vera's okay. number seven. Yellowstone. Right. Number uh, three is Destin, Florida. No idea. Okay. Nope. Uh, and we try to avoid Florida at all costs. Number four, oh, Grand Canyon. You got that. Number five, D.C. Washington, Washington D.C. Oh, okay. Number six, yep. San Diego. What the fuck? Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting real but explicit. Are you, you kidding are. me? Okay. San the Diego. zoo, the the sea world, all of that. Number seven, okay. Yosemite. Oh, okay. All right. That makes yeah. sense. And number yeah. eight, Anaheim, Disneyland. Oh, let's see. Okay. Mm-hmm. That right? makes sense. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So not so good, man. You got wow. two on that no. one. Here we go. I'm yeah. going to keep embarrassing you. Okay. This one, I have faith you will do better. <laughs> okay. Can you name it's a lot of pressure drinking games in oh. honor of the chug run top seven <laughs> answers on the board? Oh, God. My crack research team has looked this up <laughs> and and tried all of them. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Well, OK. Beer pong. Ding, ding, Let ding. Me, number one dis- again with okay, a bullet. Full disclosure, I, I was I was not a big drinker. Like mm-hmm. we did things like at my college, we did Naked Seder. That was a drinking game. I don't mm-hmm. suppose that's on there. I'm um, not going to count that as a guess. Okay. Beer pong. Yes. Uh, uh, never have I ever. <gasps> Number two. Yes. Okay. God. I mean, there's got to be one that's like anytime somebody says a word, you know, like if they say the no. That, like when you're watching a movie, you're watching Ghostbusters, and every time they're drinking, say ghost, it. yeah, you have to no, drink. it's not on here, but it's I know not what like you mean. that. All right, yeah. okay. Uh, wow, hey, that's one okay. strike. Wait, how many are there? I got two. How many Top are there? Seven answers on the board. There's five more. 
Mm-hmm. A drinking game? Uh, yeah. I don't. One of them is a game that they just put the word drunk in front of. I'll give you that clue. So it's just a game that you actually mentioned last week on the podcast, but I don't think you've listened. I did listen, but you know I have a memory of a of a sieve. I can't. Ah, uh, drunk Yahtzee. <laughs> drunk. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Drunk Jeopardy. Correct first letter. Oh God. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, I. It's I a game. Know. I. I believe we bought for you guys. Drunk Jenga. Yes. Okay. That's a. Uh, okay. That's wow. I. You know. I guess. I guess maybe my drunken nights were a little more active than that. Okay. Two um, strikes, man. Wait. I know. Driving. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Calling ex boyfriends. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, having sex with an ex boyfriend that you shouldn't. No. These are none of these games are on the list. Con- I can't believe it. Confronting your father. <laughs> um, I used to actually get drunk. I used to write a letter to a friend of mine and I would have one beer, two beer. I would have three beers so that by the end of the letter, I was hammered and we would write these letters back and forth. And it was actually a really fun game where, you know, you'd start off with a normal letter. And then mm-hmm. by the end of it, you're like, oh, I, fucking I would love just be you. peeing. I would just be, I, I can't drink more than one beer. I just pee and pee and pee and pee. I know. Big honey, heart, you're tiny not bladder. Irish and you never will be. True. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, I, I had a beer the other night and the kids were like, Mommy, don't get drunk. I was like, It's a beer. <laughs> You've never seen me drunk in my life. Right. Anyway. Um, oh, okay. Oh, wait. Um, uh, hide your kids. Pick your kids up from school. I don't know what I I don't know. I don't know any drunk. I don't game. know. You're do, do each other's hair. Do each other's hair. Shower each other. <laughs> Drinking Suck. games. Quarters. You've oh, heard of quarters? Oh, quarters, right. Cards okay. Against Humanity is on here. Okay, that's... Yeah, suck okay. and blow, mm-hmm. right? Suck and blow. You put a playing card on your mouth and you try to transfer it to the next... I'll show you next time I see you. Yeah, I've never played that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then something called Flip Cup, which I've never played, but it was on all the lists. Flip Cup. Oh, uh, okay. 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 So well, I didn't yeah, make that- those up. No, I now, believe you. I just am not, I'm not drinking with the right people. Right. Now, oh, I'm not going to do the third one. We're, we're running long, but I, I chose it to make okay. a point. It was uh, <laughs> top, top, like, funniest movies of all time. Oh, come on. That's one I could actually... And it includes all the standards. All right, go fast, fast. But you're not going to get these. I know <sighs> okay. you. Okay, Top Gun. <laughs> okay. And What? Fast, okay. fast, so lightning round. Chevy Chase's National Lampoon's Vacation. Uh, not on here. Uh, super bad. Or okay, super, that's number. Right? That was on here, and I brought it up because you don't like Super Bad. Forty Year Old Virgin. Not in the top seven. Up. None of those are in the top seven. Oh, you only know okay, Judd Apatow right, movies. I... It's Blazing Saddles, <laughs> Airplane, Animal House, Monty oh. Python and the Holy Grail, Young Frankenstein, oh. Caddyshack, and Spinal Tap were the top seven. And then okay. Super Bad was number 25 on the list, but I wanted to rub that in your face. It is one of the funniest movies of all time, and you are wrong. I don't know about that. But actually, I will agree with their top seven. I just wasn't going old school. I, I'm going to make you, in fact, I'm going to make you watch all seven of those movies. Those are great I've picks. I've seen most of them. I'm going to make you watch them again because you do that sort of thing. I'm, I'm not. 
<laughs> I'm not a Monty Python person. Okay. You after will be. Our credits, you never should have told me that. <laughs> after our credits, you're going to tell me what I have to watch. Oh, yeah. Or, okay. or do or cook or try. And I'm scared. Yeah. Yep. The Man Cave is a production of True Story FM. Engineering by Pete Wright. Music by Ian Post. Find the show at truestory.fm slash mancave. And if your podcast app allows ratings and reviews, please consider doing just that for our show. I'm going to surprise you. I'm going I'm going to pleasantly surprise you. I don't believe it. I think. Actually, I don't know. Um, this, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know I'm lazy. I'm going to go the lazy man's route. Mm. But I'm pleased to announce that we are going to be guests on another podcast. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, uh, Comic News Insider. Uh, because Hosted by Jimmy Aquino, an yep. old friend. Yeah. Yep. And uh, we are going to go be guests on his podcast. And for his podcast, we are going to watch Black Widow. We sure with are. With Scarlett Johansson, who is triply richer now that she won her lawsuit against Dinsey. Oh, did she win? Dinsey. Disney. Um, yeah, she won. Morning beers. Never a good well, idea. Well, they settled. Okay. I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Oh, so I don't have to watch something else and I don't have time. So thank you. You are being very kind. Yeah. I just want to, I want to make it easy on you. I felt real bad about that whole Rod Stewart thing. That was, a, oh, you know. You should. At some point I got to give you, but then I have something else planned that you're really going to hate. So that's great. <laughs> I found out that the Rod Stewart thing is genetic. I told my mom, who doesn't listen to the podcast so we could say whatever we want about her. Great. And... She was like, I hate Rod Stewart, too. I've always hated his voice. He makes me really feel gross. So, wow, it's Look genetic. That, like the apple doesn't fall far. Nicely done. Okay. Which means now I'm going to start to develop OCD and make noises <laughs> what do you like, mean, oh, now? did you I'm say not start OCD. to develop? Okay, I whatever. Okay. <laughs> and that is a euphemism. Okay. Uh, this is going to be a long, long episode because we Sorry, love the guys, movie so much. Because we loved it, but, but we'll I love you. It. Yep, and I won't like Black Widow, so we it'll be a nice short one. Come on back, guys. We love you, and I love you. I love you more. Oh, always the last word. Woo!